The Chicago White Sox had an off day on Monday. Only two more scheduled off days with 21 games to play on the schedule. The White Sox are still chasing the Cleveland Guardians, who were in action against the Los Angeles Angels. The Sox have the opportunity to catch Cleveland, but must keep the fire and intensity from the last few weeks and take it one game at a time. Sox are back home hosting the Colorado Rockies with Michael Kopech on the mound. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Michael Kopech has had some success against the Rockies this year, but can he rebound from his last outing? Uh, there are some new rules coming to Major League Baseball, and I'm not necessarily a fan of them. Uh, but first, the White Sox find themselves in must-win territory if they are going to catch the Cleveland Guardians. State of the White Sox, uh, they are 72-69, and 69, uh, chasing the Guardians in the AL Central with 21 games uh, left. Uh, once again, the White Sox, under the care of Miguel Cairo, are 9-4 and four with a plus 32 run differential uh, as they head into this Tuesday night game against the Rockies. Uh, lots of discussion uh, during the off day uh, with fellow uh, Sox fans in, in my life, uh, and, and maybe you've had these similar conversations recently, especially with the way the White Sox have been playing. But an off day is usually a good time to kind of take a break and and start looking you know, down the road here with 21 games to play. Uh, whether or not uh, the Chicago White Sox can really win the AL Central, can they, can they repeat as division uh, champs, and will they uh, do it? And I still find myself saying absolutely uh, they can. I mean, there are four more games with the Cleveland Guardians, uh, six more with the Twins. Uh, they've got uh, games with Detroit coming up. San Diego. Uh, it's going to be a tough finish for the Sox. Uh, it, it's difficult, I think, to start looking uh, ahead as a team. I mean, we as fans are doing it, uh, but the Chicago White Sox is, as a team really need to take it uh, one game uh, at a time. But, you know, where they sit right now, they can do it. Uh, will they do it uh, is the question. I still believe they're going to win the AL Central for, I mean, obvious reasons. I'm hosting uh, a Chicago White Sox podcast. I'm a diehard fan. 
it's difficult for me to for me to step away from that. But still, I I think they have the better pitching, and from what I have seen recently, uh, the offense. Uh, and now they've got to keep that fight. They have got uh, to keep that fire. Uh, and in this year, opposed to last year, uh, there is a fight mentality. I mean, they are they are behind. Uh, it was a completely different story in 2021 uh, where we had kind of a rest mentality at this point of September. And, you know, depending on who you talk to, uh, the Sox really, you know, didn't seem like they had the momentum going into the Houston series. And then, you know, the Houston Astros exposed the Sox for all different kinds of reasons in that ALDS. Uh, it wasn't a very good matchup. Uh, so the Sox, you know, every game matters right now. Uh, every game is is got that playoff feel. It has to be. Uh, you've got to get yourself psyched up uh, with these 21 games remaining. Sox, I think they have the pitching. I, I think they've got the bullpen, the starting pitching. Can the can the offense continue to put up the power numbers? That's a big question. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, with this Colorado series at home. You know, then they go quickly uh, to the road, Cleveland and Detroit. It's just a two game. Uh, series against the Rockies should be really nice weather. Uh, I'm hoping uh, this multiple home run per game situation that they've uh, found themselves in recently, uh, guys like Jimenez and Andrews, they continue to stay hot. Pollock, because you gotta, you gotta have that offense going. Uh, you have to. Uh, can they battle back and continue uh, to believe? We saw a couple games uh, on this West Coast trip, uh, one in Seattle. And then one in Oakland, that amazing Friday night game where uh, perhaps earlier in the year, th that game's a loss. Uh, maybe they just weren't believing in themselves. It seems like there's a different attitude. Uh, guys picking other guys up, uh, stepping up, uh, you know, because they know, I think, what's on the line here. Uh, and, and unfortunately, it took them this long. You know, where was some of this urgency maybe earlier Maybe it was taken for granted a little bit. You've heard guys like Jose Abreu say, uh, you know, after one of the many different player meetings that they've had, that some players kind of felt it was going to be another a cakewalk like it was in 2021. Uh, well, that has not been the case, uh, and it is time to fight or you are going home. Uh, again, 21 games left. The biggest question I, I have and I know this is the, the case for a lot of Sox fans, uh, is the defense. Uh, anytime I'm talking White Sox with somebody, uh, and a lot of folks that have come back to the team recently, I kind of gave up on them a couple weeks ago, and they were watching closely the Oakland series, and it's the same stuff. It's defense. you know, And it maybe doesn't go necessarily uh, down in the box score as an error, uh, but it it should have it should have been caught, or it should have been clean uh, fielded cleanly, or the or the cutoff man should have been hit. You know more uh, pitches on the on the pitcher's arm, and we saw just on Sunday, uh, Oakland made the White Sox pay for different mistakes that they had. So can the defense hold up? It's been spotty the entire year, uh, even with uh, you know the the stretch that they've gone on where they've made up, you know, they went from six games back to around two games back. Uh, the offense has been there. The pitching has been there, but there's still been some problems with the defense. So uh, that's a big question mark. Uh, let's compare. Let's go. Let's just take a look at 2021. Uh, at this point of the season, at the 141 game 
uh, spot. The Sox were 11 games up uh, in the division. So that's what we talk about. You know, uh, they were resting at this point, uh, opposed to this year where they've got that fight mentality. Uh, a couple other years that we saw the Sox in recent memory have a kind of an exciting or meaningful September in years that we thought they were there. Maybe we're going to win the division. Uh, 2006 comes to mind. Uh, that follow-up year, of course, to the World Series. Sox won 90 games, uh, came in as a favorite. Uh, Sox were three games out of the AL Central in mid-September, but never really got uh, closer than that. Uh, 2012, a little bit more recent. Sox, you know, they led the Central majority of the year. Uh, They led the Central up until September 24th. And then things completely unraveled. They lost like 10 of their next 12 games and and fell out. But pretty nice run there in a year that they really had no business uh, being in that spot. So uh, every game is important right now. Every game has to have that playoff intensity. Miguel Cairo has said that the White Sox are on a mission and they have to play with that type of intensity from here on out. Never give up. Uh, Sox, of course, have two with Colorado at home, then a makeup game in Cleveland, and then three on the road uh, in Detroit. Right now, Lucas Giolito is slated to pitch in that Cleveland game on Thursday against the Guardians. Uh, a lot of fans kind of sh- shaking their head, eyebrows raised. Uh, wait, wait a second. Maybe we can move him and get Cease in that spot. I mean, will the Sox make a change and shift Cease from Wednesday's game Uh, to Thursday's game. I wish they would. Uh, I have very little faith in Giolito right now. However, uh, Lucas Giolito is 2-1 and with an ERA of 3.86 and 12 strikeouts and three appearances against the Guardians this season. Giolito pitched in Cleveland on July 13th uh, this year. Uh, He had a pretty nice line, six and a third innings, five hits, one run, zero earned runs, only one walk and five strikeouts. So we will see what the White Sox uh, choose to do uh, this coming week. Uh, Let's talk a little next year. Larger bases, a pitch clock and no more shifting. I'm going to tell you why the competition committee might have gotten it wrong. Uh, More on that in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So there are some new rules uh, heading to baseball in 2023. Major League Baseball's competition committee has voted to implement a pitch clock and ban uh, the shift Uh, found out a few days ago that it actually became official. I'm sure you've heard about this news. Uh, This is going to be talked about quite a bit in the off season and how this change uh, changes different strategies. It might change how change how, you know, teams 
uh, look at not only drafting players, but what they do in free agency. There is a 15-second clock, uh, pitch clock with bases empty, and a 20-second pitch clock with runners on. Uh, in terms of the shift, there needs to be two fielders on each side of the second base bag, uh, and both feet uh, need to be on the dirt. And then there will also be larger bases going from uh, 15 square inches to 18 square inches. So let's talk a little bit about that pitch clock. You know, I think there, there's going to have to be some changes by several pitchers. Uh, I look at Joe Kelly, uh, maybe even Dylan Cease. You know, he's kind of slow sometimes. Uh, and how that is going to alter uh, their rhythm, uh, their timing. How's that? How is that going to alter, you know, a hitter? Also, maybe a hitter uh, it benefits from, you know, just a, a longer time getting settled in in their routine. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I, I, I know definitely this is going to play. Pitchers are creatures of habit, uh, and this is, going to, this is going to mess around with them a little bit. Uh, the shift, boy, this one, uh, it's tough for me to, to get behind. I, I just have felt like if you, I, I, and I know why they're doing it, more offense, you know, I just feel like if you want to stack your team on one side of the field because you've got some metrics that say that's what you should do, have at it. If you want to completely leave the whole left side open, go ahead and do it. Uh, I know it creates for, you know, weird situations where power hitters are are slapping singles the other way or bunting, and that's not what we want to see. We want to see these folks driving the baseball and you know putting up runs in the process. But I don't know. I, I look at other sports, namely football, and you know if, if you decide you want to have a certain type of defense and, and stack your front uh, and not have as many in the back, and that, that's your choice. And I feel like that should be kind of how a baseball is looked at. Uh, so I'm not a I'm not a big fan. Uh, of this banning the shift. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see with guys like Yasmani Grandal and Gavin Sheets if uh, if they're both still members of the White Sox next year. I have a feeling their offensive numbers are going to uh, definitely improve, as there will be so many other players around the league. Uh, the other interesting one uh, about this shift is both feet have to be on the dirt. Jason Benetti and Gordon Beckham were talking about this on the telecast during the Oakland series, and they showed a, a uh, they showed a shot of shortstop Elvis Andrews, and I believe it was Romy Gonzalez at second, and their feet were on the grass, and that is not going to be allowed in 2023. And Beckham made a point of saying, you know, the reason really why my feet uh, were on the grass, it wasn't necessarily a shift situation. It was just to get better traction. So I can move, you know, quicker to my left or to my right. And I thought that was an interesting point. So it's not only, you know, having two players, uh, two fielders on either side of the bag, but it's also feet in the dirt. And what's that going to do in, in terms of infield hits and, you know, a variety of different things that are, is going to be discussed in this offseason and beyond. And then the larger base is going from a 15 square inch to an 18 square inch. Uh, I, I think safety has been credited for that you know uh, maybe less opportunities for collisions or what have you at first base and and beyond uh, it's definitely going to make uh, for a, a quicker turnaround uh, with the infielders i mean that's going to throw them off early on because I, a lot of these infielders they know the they know how fast uh, these hitters are these runners are 
And it's going to rush a lot of throws at the beginning. I think you're going to see some wild throws. You're going to see some errors. You're going to see some botched uh, baseballs because they're trying to rush it. Uh, even though it's only, you know, going from 15 to 18 square inches, you're going to see a lot of infield hits. Will it promote more, you know, stolen bases? I think that's somewhat of the theory. Uh, interesting to see how uh, that goes. Uh, that doesn't do much for me. Um you know, nor does the pitch clock. It was really the shift that I, I think you're on one side or the other of it. But, you know, I, again, I, I've been an, a fan for a very long time. And uh, I, I became a when I was started to, to be a baseball fan, the DH rule was already in place. But there was no interleague play. You know, American League never played National League and the other way around. And when that happened, boy, people really lost it. You know, uh, you're, you're ruining the game of baseball. It shouldn't be like this. You know, American League should only play American League uh, until the World Series. So uh, that's changed. You know, next year, every team is going to be playing every team, uh, much like the NBA. Uh, so I don't think this is the end of, you know, different rule changes uh, moving forward. We'll see what happens with these. You never know. Maybe they try it and it just doesn't work out and they go back to something. But uh, stay tuned because uh, this will be much discussed in the offseason and, and looked at uh, in spring training in 2023. Uh, the Chicago White Sox have a short two-game series against the Colorado Rockies. I'm going to tell you why the Sox uh, need to be very careful and stay focused. Uh, more on that in a moment. So the Sox are back home, uh, beginning a quick two-game series against the Colorado, Colorado Rockies. Uh, uh, Rockies are 61 and 80 and uh, 36 games back in the NL West. They are in fifth place. Uh, the White Sox split with the Rockies in Colorado back in late July. Uh, I'm sure you remember uh, that series. Uh, second game was a heartbreaker. Uh, both of them were one-run games. White Sox should have should have swept that series, but gave the game second game away in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, very frustrating when you go back and you look at all the games the White Sox should have won uh, throughout this season. You know, and I know that's the same for other teams, uh, not only in the AL Central but all over baseball, but. Honestly, it's not something I would recommend right now here, uh, almost in mid-September in this in this race that the Sox are in. Don't go back and start circling games. Oh, they should have had that one. They should have. It didn't work out that way. We're, we're 72 and 69. This is the record, and you have to move on from that. Uh, however, uh, the Sox have experience against the Rockies, should have swept. They split. But let's get back to Tuesday here. Michael Kopech is going to be on the hill for the White Sox. Kopech did pitch in one of those games back in July in Colorado. Did very well uh, for his first time pitching uh, in Colorado. His line was five and a third innings, uh, six hits, zero earned runs, three walks, and four strikeouts. Now, Kopech's last start, it was, it was a rough one. Uh, it was in Seattle, September 7th. Uh, he only went three and two-thirds of an innings, uh, four hits, four earned runs, uh, two walks, four strikeouts, and really some questionable uh, defense behind him. So early forecast for uh, Tuesday and Wednesday uh, here on the south side of Chicago, calling for some beautiful weather. Hopefully the Sox were able to regroup 
refocus and reload can't take any games off and can't look too far in the future take care of business on tuesday folks thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine you can find the lockdown white Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast uh, we are on twitter and instagram at lockdown socks you can find me on twitter at nick underscore ggtb Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. And now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap Michael Kopech's outing and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. I really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.